This is the Everything Podcast, the most non-PC podcast of the PC era. Hey Lou, would you kindly drop a bomb on him? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is 2018 and this is the Everything Podcast, episode 39 coming at you in your face. I am back, we are back, it's a new year and we're charging forward. So again, this is episode 39, I'd like to welcome you to the show. If you've never heard this program before, I am your glorious host, Lou from the BX, a.k.a. Dominican Lou, a.k.a. Louis Balboa, a.k.a. the loose cannon of podcasting, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. I've got only about a million names, and I'm coming to you today on the 8th of January, 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, a month from now will be the three-year anniversary of the Everything Podcast. Can you believe that? The little podcast that could going into year three. It's unbelievable. Boys and girls, I would like to thank you for joining me. If you could, if you could take a second and follow me on social media, I would appreciate it greatly. You can follow me on Twitter at Lou from the BX. Now, I'm going to spell that for you because it's a little wonky. Uh, the O in Lou is a zero. The V from the BX is the BX, D-A. And then, obviously, BX is BX. So, L0U from DABX. Follow me on Twitter. And a much easier way to follow me and the show is to follow The Everything Podcast on Instagram. I know you all have the gram. Keep in touch with me that way. Keep uh, keep abreast of the latest and greatest of the show. Dude, 4,100 downloads. Thank you guys so much. I know the last episode I touched on that. I'm up to 41.24. So from the last episode, I've gotten 124 more downloads. So you guys, I cannot stress to you how much I appreciate you and love you all so much for downloading the show. Whoever's listening out there, I appreciate you. I'm going to try to bring you the latest and greatest in content in this next coming year. So right off the bat, let me, uh, let me, uh, I would like to apologize for uh, the episode that I put out, the last episode, the year-end episode, as you guys know, as I've already explained, ad nauseum, I had a pretty kick-ass clip show all lined up and ready to go. But my laptop, transitioning into Windows 10, was giving me an error where it would download everything and get stuck at 99%, so then I had to constantly reset my laptop and try to re-download it. So in doing that, for some reason, I don't know if I forgot to save or what happened, but I made about 10 clips from shows that I did last year, and I was going to, you know, splice them into a new episode, kind of do like a clip show, and I had the clips done. It took me almost three weeks to do them, because to load them on, to, and I know I explained this last week, but I want to do it again, because God damn it, it's my show, I do whatever the fuck I want to do, so for me to load them into Audacity, uh, it takes a couple minutes, depending on the size of the clip, and I had to chop it up, and pick the ones that I wanted, and then go over them, it was a whole thing, and they all disappeared, they vanished into the ether, and I was pretty upset, because I was all ready to upload that show on the 28th of December so that I could at least go into the holiday. Because I know on the holiday, probably a lot of people are not going to be listening to podcasts on New Year's Eve. So, you know, I, I had it all ready to go and it just kind of took a dump all over me. And the show that I ended up doing was very lackluster. As I listen back to it, I'm kind of, uh, I'm a little embarrassed actually that I put it out because I had clips, I had like top 10, uh, top 10 things that I wanted to go over for the year. And, um, I didn't even end up doing those. I didn't even do the segments. I just started rambling. I started talking crap. And the next thing I knew I was wrapping up the episode and the ending of the episode where I played a clip from The Day the Laughter Died, which was, that was supposed to be the ending of the show, and I was kind of just pushing myself to get to the ending so that I could quarterize the damn year 
and end the episode and just put it out. Because I kind of felt like I needed to put something out. But at the same time, it wasn't what I originally planned. And it just, I feel bad for anyone who had to listen to that. And so anyway, I apologize if it was enjoyable to you, then, you know, hey, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening. But for the most part, I didn't think it was my best work. So I just needed to, that was kind of like a cathartic thing for me. I needed to get that out and I needed to get it done so that I could move on. So, you know, again, I had I had uh, top 10 segments that I was going to do, like top 10 movies of the year. Obviously, I haven't seen all the movies that came out this year. I didn't see any of these indie Artsy fartsy movies. Uh, what's that one everyone's talking about? Uh, Lady Bird and uh, whatever the fuck else came out this year. I didn't watch any of that shit. You know, I watched movies that are pretty popular with everyone, like It, uh, Dunkirk, Get Out, which for me, my number one movie of the year was a tie between Dunkirk and Get Out. Those two movies are head and shoulders above anything I saw last year. It was pretty much up there. Blade Runner I have, but I haven't watched it yet because I haven't had the time to sit there. It's two and a half hours, and I know I really want to like engulf myself in that film. So I've avoided spoilers all this time somehow, and I'm going to get... I'm actually probably going to watch that my next day off, which is Wednesday. I'll probably end up watching it on Wednesday so that I can just take it in because i recently watched the original blade runner which is a movie i loved when i was younger and uh i rewatched it the narration version obviously that's the best version to watch i don't care what any of you fucking hipsters say about the director's cut and the the sad ending i don't care uh harrison ford with that monotone delivery of the of the narration is the version of blade runner i don't care what anyone else says so that's the version that I went with and I rewatched it. And uh it is a plotting movie, but super enjoyable. The effects were great. Edward James Edward James almost is freaking awesome in that movie. Um Daryl Hannah's awesome in that movie. Rucker Howard's the shit in that movie. Uh it's just a great movie. I, I'm a big fan of Blade Runner, the original, so it was great to watch, but again, it kinda gave you a little taste of the one of the segments that I was supposed to record last week, which didn't get, end up getting recorded. So again, um, just sorry. I really, I'm really not happy with that last episode. So I'm just gonna kind of. This is the last time I'm gonna talk about that damn episode. I'm just gonna push it off into last year. It is 2018, and we're gonna get into some new things. We're out of here. We're pushing forward, and uh, we're not gonna look back anymore. So today. I am going to dig the golden chair out from its hibernation. And I'm going to give out some sit the fuck down awards today. Because it's only it's only right the Golden Globes were last night. And they gave out the Golden Globes last night. So I'm going to give out some STFDs today to some people who really deserve it and really need to sit the fuck down. So other than that, it's not really too much. Um, I'm going to give out some awards today. I'm going to talk some shit about some uh, topics that I have here. And uh, I'm just glad to be back. It's a new year. I'm on my new year-ish. This year is going to be an extremely positive year for the Everything Podcast. The shirts, I'm going to get back on my shirt game. I'm going to get back on figuring out that website. You know, a lot of people say building a website is easy. It is not. At least not for me. Uh, I'm, I'm using Squarespace which is supposed to be the easiest site to uh, make a website. And from what I understand, as long as you can drag and drop and copy and paste, you should be able to build a website within an hour. I, for the life of me, cannot figure that website out and get it to where I like it. So I've been trying to do that for about six months and I've had no help. Uh, not that I haven't had help, I'm not asking for help, I'm just saying I have had no luck in creating a website, because I would like to get off of, although I don't really have problems with Podbean, I'd like to just streamline everything and just have a website where I can maintain and have my podcast RSS feed go from my website to iTunes directly without, you know, I just want to eliminate the uh, 
eliminate the middleman, as they say. So, going to be working on all that this year. The Station X project is still in there in the back burner. But um, this year is going to be about growth, whether it's in the podcast network, personal growth, uh, family growth, friend growth, everything we have here. Hopefully not gross, like skin growth. That would be really bad. But I just want to be more thankful and uh, supportive this year and uh, supportive to my podcast brethren out there. And just support of everybody in general. Just be a nicer person. It's 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 hard out here for a pimp. You know, you don't have to be sour all the time. I know that this show, I like to rant and rave on at, at times. And uh, at the end of this program, I will be ranting. Also, it's going to be a actually it's going to be a post credit scene in this on this podcast. So after the musical interlude at the end, if you would care to stick around and listen to like a thirty second rant, you just might get one. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You're just going to have to stick around and find out. So, without any further ado, guys, let's go ahead and get right into this freaking podcast. Shall we? Hi, I'm Chuck. And I'm Steve. We host a comedy podcast called Geek Life Crisis. Geek Life Crisis. Geek Life Crisis may include current geek news, feats of strength, off-the-cuff impersonations, on-the-fly song parodies, laughs, movie reviews, potato references, inside joke, self-deprecating humor coupled with stinging sarcasm. We also use the sword sound clip a lot. Do you like interviews? Well, we got those too. What's your deal? Should we interview you? Each episode, we present a celebrity birthday quiz, and the, the celebrities, celebrities love, love it. it. Geek Life Crisis. When a celebrity shuffles off from this mortal coil, you can be sure we'll crank out our trademark pending RIP celebrity tribute roast, where you'll probably always ask yourself, Too soon? You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and at geeklifecrisis.com. Follow us on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Tumblr, and the Instagram. May cause drowsiness, dizziness, vomiting, the need for speed, moonwalking, or an urge to write country songs. Geek Life Crisis. And we're back. So guys, in my continued uh, non-homoerotic love affair with the Geek Life Crisis podcast, I actually became their first Patreon. And it's pretty cool. Uh, those guys have a great podcast. They do great work. They work very hard on their show, and um, it, it shows. And <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little choked up there. My goodness, uh, it shows. They have a very, uh, they have a clean show. The audio is always great. Their editing with their sound clips and everything that they put in is always phenomenal, and the content's always great. So if you guys, you know, you want to check a new podcast out and you haven't heard it yet, definitely check out Geek Life Crisis. Those guys are definitely worth your time. And I became their first Patreon, which is a pretty cool uh, little little uh, medal there I can put on my uh, my shirt that I'm pointing at for some reason. Um, I became their first Patreon, and from what I understand, they are sending me a freaking t-shirt. So I'm very excited about that. Those guys are my boys, and uh, very happy to be support, supporting them in their first Patreon. Uh... I take great pride in being their first patron. So, check them out if you can. So, guys, I would like to discuss the Golden Globes that were last night. This is a segment that I'm just kind of adding in because it happened last night. And I just... I'm not going to go over who won what because that's fucking gay. But I, like... So, in building up to the show... You know, with everything that's been happening, the Hollywood purge, whatever you want to call it, the Weinstein effect, the, the, the and some people are talking about Pizzagate. I'm not even fucking totally familiar with what Pizzagate is, but in this whole past year where we've had this whole let's go with Weinstein effect, where uh, all these sexual deviants have been getting outed and rightfully so uh, plowed into the ground as they should be. Um, you know, with all that happening, I, I kind of thought we were going to get like a lot of vocal, like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to, 
trying to get at here. I kind of mixed myself up a little bit. But, you know, there was a lot of buzz. And this guy, and I'm just going to go with Harvey Weinstein because there's a lot of people who have been accused, but let's just go with him because he seemed to be the biggest culprit. And the guy is a monster. Let's just, he's a complete monster. And it kind of seemed like nobody wanted to say his name aside from Seth Meyers, who was hosting. Like, I, I, you would think that a lot of these women who were like, you know, accosted by this man or, or hurt by this man or attacked or, or, or whatever, they would kind of want to just continue to, you know, just bury his name into the ground. And no one, like, that I know of, no one really made mention of him. Like, they didn't even say anything really about it. And Seth Meyers made a couple jokes and he was getting booed for making jokes about Weinstein. I think he made a Kevin Spacey joke and he was getting like a smattering of boos. And I, I was just kind of confused because he was really the only person to mention the guy. And I thought that, you know, not that we need to continue to say this dude's name. Maybe there was maybe the reason they didn't say his name is because they didn't want to make the show about him, which I can understand, but I thought there was going to, I just thought they were going to get niggerish out there and do a lot of shitting on Harvey Weinstein. That's what I was hoping for. I actually sat and watched this thing. Me and the wife, we never watch award shows, but I was like, you know what? There's nothing else on. What the hell? Let's watch this thing. And, uh, Seth Meyers made a joke, uh, something like, uh, I don't remember it exactly. It's something like he can't, Harvey Weinstein can't be here tonight. Um, cause I heard he's hard to work with or something, kind of something like that. And, uh, then he says, I think the joke was, we'll see him in 20 years. He'll be the only person getting booed at the in memoriam segment. And people started booing. <laughs> like they started booing. I didn't get it. Like they should have laughed at that and, you know, kind of jumped in on it. And you know what I mean? Like, that's just not what I was expecting. I mean, he even, he even made a joke about, uh, Kevin Spacey and, um, they, 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 he was getting the same kind of reaction from people. So it was just a little confusing to me, uh, that, that he wasn't getting shit on more, but you know, these the women, they were wearing a lot of women wearing all black kind of like a solidarity thing, you know, they were, um, they were all together, kind of making, trying to make a statement to, uh, anyone else who's still out there who may have not been outed yet, I would, I would imagine, um, they were wearing like, uh, they were black garb, they were wearing pins, I just didn't get why they booed the anti-Kevin Spacey jokes, it just, it wasn't making any sense, although, for the most part, they were kind of like leading a woman's charge or a woman's revolution. Now, I'm not a woman, so I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't get the the big... I can appreciate the Oprah speech. You know, it was great and it was fantastic. I know my wife was inspired, but I, I can't exactly feel that same inspiration because I'm not a woman. But it was a freaking pretty phenomenal speech. I saw a lot of Oprah 2020 hashtags out there and now apparently they want her to run for president can we um kind of curtail that a little bit can we just like next time we're voting someone in can we vote someone in who actually knows about like you know political stuff (laughs) you know someone who can actually you know nothing against oprah i don't have anything against oprah if you guys want to vote her in i mean you can vote for whoever you want if she decides to run but can we get a like actual president in office male female i don't care as long as it's not like a television personality because jesus christ I, i can't i can't anymore with with what we have so um again i i'm not gonna sit here and go over the who won and who didn't at the Golden Globes? This does not. I'm not here to talk about that because uh, I really don't care. I was just kind of there for the show. So Emma Stone brought up Billie Jean King. Uh, Michelle Williams brought up Tanara Burke, who actually started the Me Too movement that I talked about on a couple podcasts ago. It was like um, it was cool, you know. They, for the most part, yeah, they weren't really shitting on Weinstein, but. 
I've I've seen a lot of vitriol this this morning and this afternoon from reporters and saying that they should have done more. Again, I think they could have done a little more to shit on Weinstein and Spacey and anyone else out there who who's been accused. But uh, you know, I guess that if you think about it, this was probably the best way because they kind of um, they did it their own way. And they did it in a classy way instead of just sitting there and constantly. I'm sure that if they constantly were crapping on this dude, they would be like, oh, my God, they can't stop talking about this guy. And blah, blah, blah. So it's like you're, you're screwed either way. But um, we had uh, Meryl Streep kind of confused me because she was actually denying knowing anything about Weinstein. And then she was jumping on the whole bandwagon. She brought up uh, I, Jen Poe. Uh, she's a director of the National Domestic Workers Alliance. It's a little confusing. I don't know why the hell she did that. But either way, one thing that struck me was sitting front row was Rose McGowan, Ashley Judd, and Selma Hayek. And none of these women who came up on stage decided to point them out because those three women are the ones who, like, really brought this shit to the forefront. Like, Rose McGowan says she was raped by Harvey Weinstein. Some Hayek said that the dude was like tormenting her and even threatened to have her killed because she wouldn't have sex with him. They were like, those women should have been like brought up to the stage and like, yo, thank you or, or something. They should have at least been acknowledged. Uh, and they didn't. They just, I don't know. I didn't get it. I, I, I don't think it was very like... I don't think the the focus was in the right place for the show. I think everybody kind of wanted to have their own little spotlight. You know, it kind of feels like to me. Instead of actually totally coming together, it was kind of like me, 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 me. But I guess what these sh- that's what these shows are all about anyway. So what do I know? Um, but the thing that really was confusing was they brought up Kirk Douglas on stage. 101-year-old Kirk Douglas to give him an award but that dude is allegedly supposedly accused of raping natalie wood when she was 16 years old so why would you bring that guy up there kind of confusing um and then what what had what got me where i had to just kind of put the kibosh on this whole thing i was done was when they were they they were there's a movie called I Tanya, and Allison Janney won. Uh, I guess the she was the supporting actress or whatever. She played uh, Tanya Harding's mother in the movie. She actually was thanking Tanya Harding for being so strong and sharing her story and a story about truth and perception of truth and. Um, did we forget that Tanya Harding is basically the one who plotted to take out Nancy Kerrigan to have her kneecapped? And supposedly, if I remember right, she kind of had a plot going there to kill her also, didn't she? Anybody remember that? I remember it. I remember. So why are we championing this crazy bitch now when she's unknown psychopath i i didn't get that very confusing messaging going on at this thing but overall you know it was nice to see uh women empowerment it's always a good thing there's never uh there's never a uh it's it's always good to see that it's always good and it's it's nice to see the direction hollywood is going into hopefully it continues it's been kind of quiet i guess for the holidays you know the whole outing people things gotten kind of gotten quiet but i i I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon because there's hardly a lot of scumbags out there so i just kind of little things like that bothered me that whole tanya harding thing for me i was like all right i gotta go i can't do this shit because i'm I'm about to start yelling at my tv like I, i really am so that's really my thoughts on the Golden Globes. And uh, seeing as how the Golden Globes were last night, 
I am going to give out some awards of myself. Not to myself, but I am going to give out some awards myself. Right after we get a little gutter. Hey yo, street life, man. It's all day, every day, man. Wherever you at, wherever you lay, man. It's what we do. I'm from the killer, killer hill. We keep it real consistent for that dollar, dollar bill. We will murder you in an instant. Fuck what your name is. You be non-existent if you ever try to show any forms of resistance. I'm strong in the hood. I'm in a good position. When I walk, they salute. When I talk, they all listen. You act in the park like you win no audition. We shoot out in the park. It's a daily tradition. This is modern warfare. We play with live ammunition. Shot through your third eye. You change your whole disposition. The body never lie. Call me the magician. Every death got a story. Read the tales, so pay attention. Reminiscence on my life. Slip the banana clip and never put your hat on the bed. I'm a little superstitious. Got my black suit on. Say I'm acting suspicious. Big gun in my palm. Look like my arm is missing. Hey, yo, one MC, two MC. When my gun out, everybody goes down. Word on the street, these boys get butter. Yo, yo, yo. me, nigga, cause it's straight gun. Hey, yo, one MC, two MC. When my gun out, everybody goes down. Word on the street, these boys get yo, butter. Yo, yo, yo. me, nigga, cause it's straight gun. got my black suit on. Get malicious, hands on, checking in for the squad. He on his pivot, got the big guns, make them disappear, call them wizards. Will oblige till you meet your demise. This shit is physics. Walking to a G on the block, he is the shizzle. Up a monster, wounds to your frame. You move a smidge, hands rolling with the man, eat a mess. Pay you a visit, prerequisite, have them all in the dirt. They all could get it. Used to percolate the crack in the pot until it dry. Now I'm occupying spots on your block. That shit is I. And when we popping off the gun at your top, we make it pop. Better take another look at your seed and holler by. Yours fall. Motherfuckers concerned Yo, this is it John Blaze Press the button on dude They getting hit Fars, guns, and that street shit go My nigga fit Hands on with the Calvary, yo We in the mix Yo, one MC Two MC When my gun out, everybody goes down Word on the street, these boys get butter Yo, yo, yo Fuck with me, nigga, cause It's straight gun Yo, one MC Two MC when my gun out, everybody goes down. Word on the street, these boys get butter. Yes, sir. Fuck with me, nigga, cause it's straight gun. I got 28, 38s, 48 machine guns, Wu-Tang recon. Check out the retard. I want that boat money, carrying my green card. Caesar, planting other grapes in the weed jar. I'm straight gutter, mind on butter. Everything dirty, wearing rubber for the come up. Black niggas shine like a 5D shutter. Red hands the street, run this, run this. Getting my brothers on they grind, not another Columbine, call me new school killer. Scoop of French vanilla, brought a deuce, deuce with her. I may pull a little John and let her bruise, bruise hit her. I'll be gone till November gone, cry me a river, you can die. But I figure I'ma try and be the bigger man. I and my gorillas, they gon' try them up a dinner like them boys from Cypress Hill. Oh, I could just kill a man. One MC, two MC. When my gun out, everybody goes down. Word on the street, these boys get butter. Fuck with me, nigga, cause it's straight gutter. One MC, two MC. When my gun out, everybody goes down. Ladies and gentlemen, everything podcast. Oh, hip hop just hip hop can be so delicious sometimes. Everyone should enjoy hip hop in its purest form, as the uh, the great Rizzo would say. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go right into the final segment, which is the. STFD Awards, the Sit the Fuck Down Awards, the coveted Sit the Fuck Down Awards, where it's very simple. This award was meant to be a yearly thing, but you know what? I just, it's going to have to go out to people who just have gone completely head-ass and honestly just need Shut to... the fuck down! A little premature on that. I almost had it. I almost had it. I'm new with the drops. Not exactly a professional with drops, so... You gotta, you gotta work with me here. But for the people who've gone head ass, the people who really have stepped out of their comfort zone to make a complete jackass out of themselves, they all need to. Sit the fuck down. So we're gonna start this thing off with someone who I've had an issue with for quite a while, and uh, his name is Logan Paul. Now, <sighs> if you don't know who Logan Paul is. God bless you. You're very fortunate. But for those of us who do know, you can understand why he's getting this award because his name's been in the papers for the past week and a half. If you don't know who Logan Paul is, he's an internet personality. I'm sure you've seen his face before. 
He got extremely famous on Vine, and then when Vine went down, he got extremely famous making YouTube videos. Why? I don't know, but... I mean, I kind of get why these kids like him. He makes very lighthearted videos for the most part. Uh, one of his big things was like he would go into like a crowded place, like a, a somewhere where there's a lot of traffic, like Manhattan or something. And you know, when people are trying to cross the street, he'd just do a split with a very serious face. He's a tall kid. He's got blonde hair. He's got a brother. I think it's like a twin brother who's like a white rapper or something. Anyway. These two jackasses, for some reason, have millions, millions of followers on YouTube. I think he made, if I'm not mistaken, I think he made like $2.9 million last year just on off of YouTube. Because his YouTube account's monetized, and he's got all these followers, and every time he posts a video, all these kids go running to his videos to watch them. How he has this effect on people, I don't know. I mean, he's he got very popular on YouTube and Vine, and he's made a couple like uh, he's made a couple films that are not like you know they're not well known or anything. They're like minor roles. Uh, I know he made a YouTube movie. Uh, you know, dudes on the rise, or you know, he was on the rise up until he decided to put out this last video, which my man went to Japan. And he decided to make a video in Japan at the, and excuse me if I pronounce this wrong, the Okigahara Forest, which is basically, it has a stigma to it. It's called the suicide forest. It's where people go to kill themselves. You know, there's a lot of people in Japan and apparently, you know, people go to this place it's a quiet place and people go there and they commit suicide when they've just they just can't anymore and uh you know this guy decided for some reason to make a video in the forest okay now if you were trying to raise awareness or something and you know you're like listen suicide is a is a is a big deal you know and you know i want to raise awareness on this subject you know i want you guys to always you know feel safe with me and you know whatever he wants to make a video to help all these kids who are following him because he's kind of an influence he's got millions of followers you would think that he'd try to you know reach out to these kids who who adore him for whatever fucking reason they adore him the people that have made him all this money you think he'd try to reach out to them and be like listen you know, this is very serious, you know, this is a place where this happens, and, you know, I just want you guys never to feel alone, and blah, 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 and to kind of give him an uplifting message. He could have done something like that. Instead, instead, what this fucking Stunad decided to do is film dead bodies hanging from the trees. Because apparently, there were fresh bodies there like people had just committed suicide there like the day before or maybe even earlier in the day apparently this is so prevalent in this place that the police have just like they're just overwhelmed and they they can't like get to these this huge forest like they can't go combing the forest every single day looking for these people so they sometimes the bodies are there for days and this guy first of all not only did he go to this place and make this video and record dead bodies hanging from the trees even though he blurted them with like the little fucking blur effect or whatever to to that you know you know what I'm talking about uh he blurred the bodies at one point in the video he's talking to one of the dead bodies dude are you dead are you dead bro oh my god bro not only did he do that, he edited the video, or his team edited the video, whoever the fuck is editing, edited the video, you know, compressed it or whatever it needs to be done for get it ready for upload, and then uploaded it to YouTube Kids, because that's where you get the most hits, is YouTube Kids, so not only does he 
record these people without their family's permission, without any kind of respect for these people who are, have died in this place due to their own sorrow. He decided to upload, to record it, and act like a fucking moron in this forest, and then upload it to YouTube Kids. Logan Paul, you, my friend, need to sit the fuck down. I don't want to hear from you for quite a while. And apparently, he's in fucking hiding right now because he posted two apologies. He first he posted a text apology on Twitter, then he made a video apologizing. Which all you hear in the apology is me, 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 I, 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 I. So it was pretty fucking useless. And then now he's posting uh, something about uh, taking a couple days off to reflect. So sorry. And he's going to disappear. He's going to be gone for like a month. And then he's going to come back and make another stupid ass video. And all these kids are going to love him again. Because kids are morons. And that's just the way it is. So that that's just how it is. He'll be back. And uh, when he does come back. I'm going to grab him by the shirt. I'm going to pull him in real close. And I'm going to tell him. Because you're a jackass. Then he decided update on this fucking dumbass. He uploaded yet another video afterwards in Japan, walking around the city, throwing pokeballs at Japanese people. <laughs> he was throwing pokeballs at Japanese people. And then he also bought a Game Boy off the street and threw it on the floor and broke it and tried to return it and was telling the person, Breaky, Breaky, Game Boy, oh, Breaky, oh, Breaky, Breaky. Uh, somebody in his camp needs to grab dude and tell him, Sit the fuck down. But if I see him first, I will definitely do so. So I'm all for him. Next person to get a Sit the Fuck Down award is my good friend and yours, Donald Trump. Ah, yes, the Donald. El Presidente. So many reasons why he should deserve... So many reasons he deserves an STFD award. Uh, but let's see. I am going to go with... the fact that he... completely shunned the FBI when they thwarted a terror attack in this country. Yeah. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that we recently stopped a terror attack from happening before it happened? I'm talking about a straight-up terror attack from ISIS. With an ex-Marine who was loyal to ISIS and was planning a terror attack at Pier 39. In the holidays, and he wanted to use uh, guns and explosives to, to carry out this terror attack with ISIS agents that he was trying to talk to on Facebook. FBI surveillance stopped this man and arrested him after setting up a sting and and meeting with the dude posing as ISIS agents. And this dude was like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. Let's do it. I'm ready. I got these weapons. I got that. I just need more people. Yada, yada, yada. They arrested his ass on the spot, raided his home, did all that bullshit. There's a lot of layers to this story because I'm kind of condensing it down. But basically... The FBI stopped a fucking terror attack that was going to happen. This dude was dead set on doing this shit during the holidays. At Pier 39, which if you're not familiar with Pier 39, is a, it's, it's kind of like a, a very huge area shopping designation. Uh, you know, it, it's highly populated during the holidays. That's where people shop. They hang out. You know, it's, it's, it's a nice place. And this is where he was going to launch a terror attack. Have you heard about it? No, you haven't. Or maybe you have, I don't know. I don't know how deep you are into the news. But I know I had to dig for this story. Because I haven't heard about it. I haven't heard about it on the news. I haven't heard nobody tweeting about it. I haven't heard your president tweeting about it. Or praising these people. You know why he's not tweeting about it? Because he's at war right now. With the FBI. So out of spite... He will not give them any credit for anything that was done. Your president 
is such a fucking prick that he will not give credit to these people even though they deserve to be showered with praise for what they did because they saved lives. But your president will not give them props because he's too busy being mad at them. So, Mr. Donald, Mr. President Trump, sit the fuck down. You need to sit the fuck down and take some of, take a, I don't know what you need to take. I'm not a doctor. I cannot prescribe you anything. But one thing I can prescribe to you is to sit the fuck down. Because you are fucking up. You need to take your head out of your own ass and thank these people. Just like you, you selectively choose who you want to praise and who you don't want to praise. And the shit doesn't work like that. You're the president. Act like one. Enough. I'm not going to go in on this guy anymore. I just think that that's really fucked up. <laughs> it's just some fucked up shit, man. So, moving on. The next STFD award goes out to the people who are actively trying to get people to boycott the Black Panther movie. Why do you ask they're trying to boycott the Black Panther movie? Because Michael B. Jordan likes dating white girls. So, there's a bunch of people on Twitter who are upset and want to boycott the Black Panther movie for this reason. You motherfuckers need to... Sit the fuck down! What is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's 2018, bro. Are we still having these conversations? Is this seriously still a topic of conversation? You're mad... Because him as a black man dates white girls. I'm sure he dates outside of other races. What does it fucking matter? What does it matter? He's not even the star of that movie. What does it matter who he wants to date? You're going to boycott Black Panther? Because of that reason. Get the fuck out of here, bro. If I had to get the fuck out of here, drop, I'd give you that shit right now. Seriously, people need to take the heads out of their asses. This seems to be like a running theme here. Head up the ass seems to be a prevalent disease in this day and age. And people need to seriously fucking figure it out. Because that is really silly. I can't even understand that. This just makes no sense to me. You're going to boycott the Black Panther movie because Michael B. Jordan is dating a white girl. That makes no fucking sense. We're not in the 1900s, people. Step it the fuck up. Okay? And finally, the last one, the last STFD award, goes out to the people who are hating on Dave Chappelle once again for his new comedy specials, for his content, where he makes jokes about the Kevin Spacey situation and transgendered folks and other subjects and the Weinstein effect. Listen, Dave Chappelle is a comedian, a fine comedian at that. Probably one of the greatest comedians of our generation. He is this generation's Richard Pryor. He is insanely talented and he comes at things from such a direction that you don't see it even you don't even see them coming the punchlines okay this guy is a gift to this world we need comedy and we need comedians me as a comedy nerd i'm a little biased okay comedy is comedy it is what it is okay they're jokes you should be able to laugh at any subject. That's what comedy is all about. That's what being a comedian is all about. They can take any subject, make fun of it, twist it around, and get you to laugh about it. It's cathartic. It's, it helps. Okay? So I don't understand how people can laugh at some of it and then get to a part that they don't like and go, Oh, no, I can't, I can't, this is, no, this is wrong. You can't say that. At one point in, on Dave's new special, uh, he says, I don't have it in front of me. I, I didn't write it down. I, I barely take notes when I do these. 
he made a joke about Louis C.K. And it wasn't so much a joke about Louis C.K. It was a joke about the situation and how the girl, and and I apologize, I don't know her name. I don't remember. I, I've heard it, but I don't remember her name. The girl who accused him of jerking off in front of her and her friend in the hotel room. Uh, if you're not familiar with that story, look it up. It's fucking hilarious. But, <laughs> uh, so what he was saying in a, in a bit was that this girl said that, you know, Louis C.K. Uh, destroyed her dreams, uh, after, you know, by doing what he did. Dave Chappelle is like, word. You destroyed your dreams because he jacked off in front of you. He's like, see, he said something to the effect of those were some weak ass dreams or you're not going to make it in Hollywood if you can't uh, get past a nigga jerking off. Something to that extent. It was fucking hilarious. And I don't understand how people get so offended by comedy. It's comedy. It's supposed to make you laugh. It's funny. If it doesn't make you laugh, then it doesn't make you laugh. But why are you getting offended by comedy? Like this whole generation, I worry about you. If you can't take a joke, like where are we going to go? We're going to live in some fucking totalitarian society where you just no, don't laugh at that. Don't you dare. This is like that's like the beginning of fucking dictatorships and shit, censorship, all that. That all stems from things like this. It happens slowly and it builds. You know, that shit's, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, it's fucking scary. But I don't want to make it that serious. But what I do want to say to these people is to... Sit the fuck down! Because you, you got your head up your ass. It's comedy. It's just a joke. They're jokes. I don't understand why... I don't understand when... Everyone got so serious. I don't know when that happened, but again, to all you out there who are taking it too serious, Sit the fuck down. you're going to have one more. And with that being said, that brings us to a close of this episode of the Everything Podcast, episode 39. I would like to thank you guys all for hanging in with me on this episode. It was a little bit of a bumpy ride. I tend to get a little excited when I'm recording. I talk a little fast. Hopefully you guys uh, can catch up if I'm not talking too fast for you. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please, if you can, follow me on socials so you can keep up with the show. And I can entertain you on the Instagram and on the Twitter with my hilariousness. Also, if you guys could please go on iTunes and give me a review on iTunes. whether Whatever you want. Uh, I'm not sitting here begging for five-star ratings. But if you do enjoy the show... Let me know. Let me know, you know, what you like about the show in a, in a little mini review. It doesn't have to be a page long. You can just, hey, what's up? You know, I like this. I like that. Give me a couple stars out there. It'll help me out. Because recently I've noticed that some chump or chumpet, I don't know if it was a male or female. Someone left me a one-star review on iTunes. They left me a one-star review and they couldn't even write a review. They just clicked on the one star and kept it moving. They couldn't even let me know why I got a one star. So I went from a five star rating to a four and a half star rating, which I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But if you're going to leave me a one star rating, at least write a review so that, you know what I'm saying? I, I can I can know why. Maybe it was somebody that I know and they don't want me to know who it was or something. But that's some pussy shit. Like, stop being a bitch. Just fucking write a review and let me know what you didn't like. It's all good. I don't care. I'm not going to stop doing the show because you left me a fucking one-star review like I give a fuck. But at least be man or woman enough to put a name to it so we can fucking get it there. Alright? Motherfucker? With that being said... To whoever left me that goddamn one star review. Alright? <laughs> so, now with that being said, thank you, those of you who do enjoy the show. I appreciate you. And uh, I'll come at you guys sometime next week. But until then, stay safe, 
love each other, and be good to the world. I'm Du from the BX, and I'm out. Hey guys, so apparently your president, Donald J. Trump, is going to have a fake news awards show. And in his words, those going to the most corrupt and biased of the mainstream media will be presented to the losers on Wednesday, January 17th, rather than this coming Monday. So he wanted to do it uh, next week, Monday, but he couldn't even meet his own fucking deadline for his own pretend awards show. The interest in and the importance of these awards is far greater than anyone could have anticipated. So, this is real. This is happening. Your president is having an award show for fake news. And he's going to give out fake news awards. Is this not insane behavior to you? Oh, wait, never mind. Look who I'm asking. Fucking shake my head. Hashtag SMH. According to some of you... Everything he does is wonderful. Either that or you deleted all your rah-rah Trump posts off your timelines and now you just sit quietly hoping we all forgot what the fuck you did. You voted this in. And I will always remember. I will never let you forget that you voted this trash to run the country. We are the laughingstock of the world. Meanwhile, he continues to take vacations, rage tweet, and make his friends rich. You all played yourselves. Waving your Trump flags and changing your default pictures once the shitstorm began, which was immediately, which was immediately, by the way, I hate to be so negative, but God damn it, this is your fault. All your other friends have let it slide, but fuck all that. You don't get that from me. You're just as responsible for this egomaniac's behavior as he is, and I will never forgive your asses for this shit. Never. End the fucking rant.